The following is a presentation of WCYT Sports. Off with a rebound. The clock hits zero. The Spartans are state champions. They avenge the loss from two years ago, and they'll take home a state championship. Hands it off to Grant Raver going on the 15, down to the 5. Gets it in the end zone for Homestead. 15-yard run for Grant Raver. Gets Homestead on the board. Trying to get inside. Nothing there. Step back. Open three. It's gone. Todd Corey knocks it down. Spartans win. Spartans win. On your dial at 91.1 FM and online at WCYT.org, it's time for the action of Homestead Spartan Athletics. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome live to Logansport High School for today's boys for a regional semifinal matchup featuring the 18-7 and Homestead Spartans, who are coached by Chris Johnson, who is in his 19th season at Homestead, and the 18-7 and Carmel Greyhounds, who are coached by Ryan Osborne, who is in his first season at Carmel. Hello once again, everyone. I'm Matt Trek alongside Donnie Harmon with our sideline reporter, Garrett Willis, and we are just about 20 minutes away from tip-off. But for now, let's start the Indiana-Michigan Power pregame show, and Donnie, Homestead appears in regionals for the fifth straight season after knocking off Huntington North 40-39 to in the sectional final last Saturday. The Spartans locked down on the defensive end with a 2-3 zone and hit late free throws to seal the deal and exact their revenge from the first game of the season. It was truly a gratifying night for Homestead that exemplified their growth from the beginning of the year to now. It's really been great this year to watch how the Spartans have developed as a team the first game of the year. Against Huntington North, they really looked terrible. They looked lost out there, and they've really come together and improved week after week, and they've become a very good team, and here they are now. So even if they, they lose this game, it's still been a, a successful year, I'd say, after what how they started the season off with. Spartans start the season off with a bad away loss to Huntington North, but then they get into conference play. They start out undefeated until that last game against Carroll, and they finish second in the conference to their rival, and then they go into sectional play, beat Columbia City in the first round, then come back against Southside to win that game in the semifinal, and then they advance to the final against Huntington North, and they're able to play great defense and made enough shots when it counted. Only Azekudo had a big three in that third quarter to switch things around, but really it was that defense because Huntington North didn't really score until late in that fourth quarter, and that's something that Homestead's going to need to do tonight. today. They're going to have to play excellent defense, but they also have to play great offense. It's got to be really a, a perfect performance from the Spartans here today because this is a really tough regional. In sectionals, they were considered the favorites, but then you come into today, and Carmel is probably the favorite to win this thing. Northside won in the first matchup against Zionsville, but Homestead, sort of a new role for them, the underdog role here today. It's something they're not really used to. I need to re- uh, sectionals pretty much every year. They're the team favorite to win. This year, they were able to... When the sectionals, it was tougher sectional this year. Huntington North and Wayne were two good teams, and Huntington North, some people thought they would win it. But Homestead, they're definitely going to have to have a chip on their shoulder playing in this one. No one really is giving them a chance to win this regional, much less win this game against Carmel. So they're going to have to come in here and want to prove the haters wrong. And with that last game against Huntington North, that last win, the Spartans now own the most consecutive, consecutive sectional wins in Class 4A with 16 straight. And again, Coach Johnson's group trying to keep that going. Been a long history of success for the Spartans in postseason play capped off two years ago by or three years ago by a state championship the Spartans have yet to get back to the state finals they got to the regional semifinal last year before they lost to Northside Northside went on to lose to Ben Davis in the state finals but this is a Homestead team that you know they're looked at as severe underdogs in this game and it will take really a perfect game plan from Coach Johnson to beat Carmel this time around. They played Carmel three years ago on their way to the state championship. They were able to beat Ryan Klein, who's now at Purdue, and the Carmel Greyhounds then. But that was a really close game, and they had a lot of great players like Caleb Swanigan, Dana Bat, and Jordan Geis. So it's going to take a lot 
here for the Spartans, and they're going to have to play arguably one of their best games of the season to pull off this game. They might have to play their best game of the season to pull off this one. They had a pretty good game against Northside. The Northside might not be as good as Carmel. This is Carmel Greyhound squad. They're a very good team. They lose, they've lost some games, but they've lost some games to some very good teams, but they've been close ones. So this Homestead team, they're going to have to play the game of their lives. They don't have Swanigan. They don't have Bat. They don't have Geis. They're going to have to come in here and just play great team ball and move the ball around and knock down some shots and hope for a win. That's going to take, our t- take us to our first break of the night. But coming up, you'll hear my talk with Homestead Spartan head coach Chris Johnson. So stay tuned. You're listening to the home of Homestead Spartan basketball, The Point 91 FM. Homestead High School athletics coverage on The Point 91 FM is brought to you by... Marco's Pizza, located at 10345 Illinois Road inside the shops of Scott Road. Marco's specializes in pizza, cheesy bread, subs, salads, and many other menu items. You can place an order for delivery or carry out by calling 625-6800. That number, once again, is 625-6800. You can also order online at marcos.com. Thank you, Marcos, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. Homestead Spartan Basketball is brought to you in part by Sweet Cars. Located on West Jefferson Boulevard, Sweet Cars is an independent dealer of luxury, performance, and just plain fun vehicles. In addition to a full-service detailing department, Sweet Cars also provides vehicle maintenance and repairs, servicing all makes and models, specializing in out-of-warranty European vehicles, as well as most other high-end cars and SUVs. Also, Spartan head coach Chris Johnson joins me here in the Indiana-Michigan Power pregame show. And coach, your team won a defensive battle against Huntington North to claim the sectional title. How would you grade their performance? Uh, well, I graded uh, an A from the standpoint of defense, defensive intensity, um, playing hard, doing everything we asked them to do, making them take tough shots. So, uh, you know, very proud of our kids for the effort they gave the other night against Huntington. With this latest sectional crown, you have now won five in a row and hold the record for most consecutive sectional victories actively in Class 4A. What do those accomplishments mean to you and to this program? Well, again, it means that we have uh, kids that buy in, kids that uh, play each and every day like it's their last, and that's what we try to teach them, just play hard, play with intensity. You know, very proud of our kids for, you know, for every year following, you know, another group of seniors that leave, another group comes in. And they, uh, they execute at a high level. They understand the culture. They understand what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish at Homestead High School. So, you know, very proud of them. And, uh, again, all the accolades go to them. And, Coach, during this week of practice, what was your message to the team to prepare them for a tough regional? Well, we know it's going to be tough. Um, you know, the year we won it, uh, you know, we had to go through here. I think Carmel won it prior to. They had to go through this regional. Uh, the last two years, the two teams we've been beat by, in McCutcheon, they went to the state finals. We got beat uh, last year by Northside. They went to the state finals. So, you know, hopefully it's us that's, uh, that's able to get through this tough regional and, and see what, what happens from there. But, and again, it's going to be a one game at a time. Carmel's a very tough foe. Uh, we, we know that uh, it, it's going to be a tough battle. We have to play with, a, you know, a lot of uh, – at a high level. We have to execute at a high level both in the offense and defense end for us to be able to get out of the victory tonight. Coach Chris Johnson of the Homestead Spartans joined me here in the Indiana-Michigan Power pregame show. And, Coach, as you watched film this past week, what team does Carmel most compare to that you've already played this season? Well, I'm trying to think as far as, uh, I would say, you know, very similar to, to Carroll, but from the standpoint that, uh, you know, they have a 6'9 center going to Butler, and, and Carroll doesn't have that. So, But, you know, I watched uh, Carroll play them right after they played Northside, I think it was on a Saturday, and I think uh, Carmel just got finished the night before playing Warren Central. So they, they had both teams had tough battles, and they had to go all the way down to Carmel to play them. 
but they were right there. I mean, there was a four-point game with about, you know, uh, two to three minutes to go. you got to make shots. I mean, we're going to have to make shots. I think we're going to get some open looks. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the key is being able to defend and make sure we're, we're getting the 6-9 guy away from the block where he's comfortable. Last game you stuck with a 2-3 zone to clog up the middle of the lane against Huntington North. Will you use a similar strategy against Carmel today? Well, I mean, we're going to throw everything out there. I mean, we're going to have to, uh, you know, we'll play man, we'll play zone. The problem is, uh, you know, Carmel has such very they have such good shooters on the outside where they throw it into the big guy, then if you surround him, they're able just to set up and square up for a three-point shot. And, and for some of those guys, that's like making a layup. So we know that... Uh, you know, hopefully those shots aren't falling as easy for them tonight. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we have to make sure we know where the big guy is. Uh, we, we have a little bit of a game plan with who we're going to help off of, and hopefully that young man today has a bad game. What, in your mind, is the most important thing your team has to do in order to win this regional semifinal? Well, we've got to come out with that, uh, you know, kind of like the eye of the tiger. I mean, we've got to play hard for 32 minutes. You know, I thought last year uh, we got ourselves, you know, down, and, and then we would come down and just take quick shots. And every time we've done that this year and even last year, we've, uh, we've struggled to score. So, I mean, we, we have to play at our pace. We can't come down and, and, and take the first open shot. We have to make sure that they're, they're defending, hopefully wearing them out. We have to make the big guy come away from the basket. Basically, we know we're starting five guards. He's going to have to guard somebody uh, because all of our guys can shoot it. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to try to wear him down the best we possibly can by making him defend. And then on the, uh, on the defensive end for us, we have to make sure we're, we're chucking him and pushing him away from the uh, block. Thanks, Coach, and good luck today. Thank you. That was Coach Chris Johnson of the Homestead Spartans. We are going to take a quick break in the Indiana-Michigan Power pregame show, but when we come back, we'll have more coverage on the home for Spartan basketball. The Point, 91 FM. Moe's Southwest Grill, located at 6739 West Jefferson Boulevard, next to Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins. You can contact Moe's by dialing 969-MOE's, or for catering, that number is 969-EATS. Moe's specializes in southwestern food like burritos, tacos, and nachos, with no microwaves or freezers. You can visit Moe's online at moes.com. Thank you, Moe's, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School's athletic coverage on our station. Jimmy John's Gourmet Sandwiches, located at 6727 West Jefferson Boulevard. Menus and online ordering at jimmyjohns.com. You can also contact for delivery or pickup by phone at 469-7827. Now hiring, applications are available in-store. And now, let's head back out to the gymnasium for more Homestead Spartans boys basketball, right here on the Point 91 FM. Sport High School for today's matchup between the Carmel Greyhounds and the Homestead Spartans. I'm Matt Trek alongside Donnie Harmon as we continue on in the Indiana-Michigan Power pregame show. And Donnie, for Carmel, they may sit at 18-7, and seven, the same record as Carmel, or as Homestead, excuse me, but their record speaks for itself with close losses against Zionsville, Cathedral, Pike, and a one-point heartbreaker to undefeated Warren Central. The Greyhounds are battle-tested and have won 10 of their last 11 games, looking to continue their winning ways against the Homestead Spartans here today and get back to the regional final. And I'm sure Carmel has faced plenty of teams on the same skill level as Homestead, so a game against Homestead, it's not some unusual test, but they played some great teams all season long, but for Homestead, they haven't played many Carmels. The best team they've played this year has probably been Northside and that was a tough one for him. Carmel, it's not going to be an easy game for Homestead, to say the least. And for Homestead, you mentioned that Northside game earlier this season. Homestead was able to win. And Northside won their first matchup of the first regional semifinal matchup of the day against Zionsville, won 55-51. So they'll go back to the regional final for back-to-back years and look to pick up back-to-back regional titles. And for Carmel, they're trying to get some revenge and get back to that regional final so they can have another chance at Northside, where they fell last year. And so... The Homestead Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds 
are going to go at it here today. We're just a little bit under five minutes till tip-off, and we're going to go down to Garrett Willis on the sideline for a quick interview. Thanks, Matt. Coach Johnson told his team you got to come out confident in this game. you got to preach to this team that you belong in this regional. He talked about how Zionsville beat Carmel by 10 points earlier this year. You were able to beat Northside earlier. So you obviously belong in this regional. He wants them to come out and play strong on defense as well, being physical inside, not letting those D1 recruits on Carmel getting a lot of easy stuff inside, make them beat you from the outside. We'll have to see if that strategy pays off for him. Well, thanks, Garrett, for that sideline report. And Coach Johnson mentioned those D1 recruits. And one of those guys, probably the premier guy for Carmel, is the Butler Bulldog commit, John Michael Malloy, who's coming off a 26-point performance against Fishers in the sectional final. The six foot ten inch big man looks to dominate the low block going up against a severely undersized homestead group that'll start five guards tonight. Oh boy, he's gonna be a, a pain for the Spartans inside. They haven't had to face many people of his size all year. I don't I can't remember anyone maybe over six nine, maybe six ten, I'm not sure, but Malloy definitely one of the best players the Spartans have faced all year. I haven't played against too many D one bound players. I got one in this game and he's big. And let's go back down to Garrett Willis on the sideline news with Coach Johnson. Coach, what are some of the things you'll be telling your team in the huddle to be able to start this game? What's your initial defensive strategy? Well, we're going to play with confidence. We're going to play for 32 minutes and play at a high level. Uh, we're going to make sure we know where the big guy is. We got, and, you know, they got shooters that surround them. So we'll mix up our defenses, and hopefully they're not making shots. All right, thanks, Coach. Back to you, Matt. Thanks, Garrett, for that initial interview with Coach Johnson. As we get closer to tip-off of the sectional or the second regional final or regional semifinal, of the day here at Logan's Ford High School. Let's get in to the starting lineups first for the Homestead Spartans, coached by Chris Johnson. And the Spartans will go with the same starting lineup they've had for all of the postseason. And it will be six one six foot one inch senior Grant Raber, averaging ten points a game, alongside six foot senior Oni Azakudo leading the team in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and also turnovers. And alongside him will be six foot four inch freshman Luke Goody and the sophomore six foot Jake Archibald and then the tallest guy out there on the floor for the Spartans, six foot five inch senior Sam Buck, averaging just under 13 points a game on the season. And then on the other side, the Carmel Greyhounds will be starting six foot senior Cole Jenkins, averaging eight points a game, alongside six foot senior Eddie Gill, and then five eleven junior Luke Hetty. And then down low, it'll be six foot six inch junior Andrew Owens, averaging 11 points a game. And then the big man down low, averaging 15 and a half points per game, alongside. Eight rebounds per game, six foot ten inch junior John Michael Malloy and the Carmel Greyhounds again coached by Ryan Osborne, who's in his first year at Carmel and the Greyhounds coming off a fifty-six to forty-nine victory in the sectional final against Fishers. And so both these two teams looking for a shot at the regional crown later today at eight o'clock. But Donnie, what are your overall takeaways here? Start for this game. Well, uh Carmel's definitely gonna be tough and Got to stop Malloy, and Homestead's got to hit some shots. And we're going to take a quick break for the national anthem here. Homestead High School Athletics coverage on the Point 91 FM is brought to you by... Jimmy John's Gourmet Sandwiches, located at 6727 West Jefferson Boulevard. Many can all in ordering at jimmyjohns.com. You can also contact for delivery or pickup by phone at 469-7827. Now hiring. Applications are available in-store. Moe's Southwest Grill, located at 6739 West Jefferson Boulevard next to Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins. You can contact Moe's by dialing 969 Moe's or for catering, that number is 969-EATS. 
Moe's specializes in southwestern food like burritos, tacos, and nachos with no microwaves or freezers. You can contact Moe's online at moes.com. Thank you, Moe's, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. Marco's Pizza, located at 10345 Illinois Road, inside the shops of Scott Road. Marco specializes in pizza, cheesy bread, sub salads, and many other menu items. You can place an order for delivery or carryout by calling 625-6800. That number once again is 625-6800. You can also order online at marcos.com. Thank you, Marcos, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. Homestead Spartan Basketball is brought to you in part by Sweet Cars. Located on West Jefferson Boulevard, Sweet Cars is an independent dealer of luxury, performance, and just plain fun vehicles. In addition to a full-service detailing department, Sweet Cars also provides vehicle maintenance and repairs, servicing all makes and models, specializing in out-of-warranty European vehicles, as well as most other high-end cars and SUVs. Homestead High School Athletics coverage on the Point 91 FM is brought to you by... Marco's Pizza, located at 10345 Illinois Road inside the shops of Scott Road. Marco specializes in pizza, cheesy bread, sub salads, and many other menu items. You can place an order for delivery or carry out by calling 625-6800. That number once again is 625-6800. You can also order online at marcos.com. Thank you, Marcos, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. Jimmy John's Gourmet Sandwiches, located at 6727 West Jefferson Boulevard. Menus and online ordering at jimmyjohns.com. You can also contact for delivery or pickup by phone at 469-7827. Now hiring, applications are available in-store. Moe's Southwest Grill, located at 6739 West Jefferson Boulevard, next to Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin Robbins. You can contact Moe's by dialing 969-MOE's, or for catering, that number is 969-EATS. Moe's specializes in southwestern food like burritos, tacos, and nachos, with no microwaves or freezers. You can visit Moe's online at moes.com. Thank you, Moe's, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. And now let's head back out to the gymnasium for more Homestead Spartan boys basketball right here on the Point 91 FM. Welcome back to Logansport High School for tonight's regional semifinal matchup between the Carmel Greyhounds and the Homestead Spartans. And, Donnie, we were talking a little bit before the break about overall keys to the game. Let's start with the Homestead Spartans. What do they have to do here? Looked at as the underdog going up against a really stout Carmel team. I think they have to find a way to limit John Michael Malloy's impact on this ball game. Got to play some good help defense. You're probably going to need to do that. And then the offensive end, I just think I have to shoot lights out to win this one. And on the other side, Carmel coming back, trying to get back to the regional final. But you have to make sure that you don't overlook anybody, especially in the postseason. What does Carmel have to do here in order to get back to the regional final for consecutive years? I think they have to play some really good defense in this one. You can't allow Homestead to get off to a hot start and get a hot shooting game. You're probably going to be able to score. You're probably going to slow the game down like they normally do, but you can't allow Homestead to get hot and really take control of this one. And for Homestead, looking in and trying to single out players, this is a team that really plays team basketball. There's not really one player that stands out. But who's one player that's really going to have to step up their game in this one if they want to have a chance of sticking around for four quarters? I think Oni Ezekudo is going to have to have a big game in this one. He hasn't been as great these last few games towards the end of the year. He's got, he played pretty solid in sectionals, but I think he has to have a big one in this one for Homestead. And on the other side, Carmel, of course, we talked about John Michael Malloy, who's another player maybe flying a little under the radar that could have an impact in this game. 
I have my eyes on Andrew Owens, the 6'6", junior forward. He's averaging 11 points on the year. He's obviously a very good player. And if Homestead leaves him alone, he could have a big game shooting 49% from behind the arc. So they can't leave him alone in this one. Homestead Spartans have won six straight coming into the day. And the Carmel Greyhounds have won five straight. Won 10 of their last 11. 18-7 and seven on the year for both these two teams. Coach Johnson coaching the Homestead Spartans. And then Coach Ryan Osborne on the other side coaching the Carmel Greyhounds. Getting geared up for this one here, the regional semifinal matchup. The winner plays north side. But it'll be about a couple more minutes here before we get to tip off and going back through the starting lineups for Homestead. It'll be Raber, Ezekudo, Goody, Archwold, and Buck. And then on the other side for the Carmel Greyhounds, Jenkins, Gill, Hetty, Owens, and Malloy down low. And so Carmel Greyhounds come in here as the favorite. Lost to Northside last year in the regional final. They were 22-5 and last year. Homestead lost to Northside as well last year. That was in the regional semifinal. Homestead really never had a chance. And I think that's really the one takeaway that these seniors kind of took away last year is that they really didn't have a chance to get back into that game after that third quarter and fourth quarter run from the Northside Legends. Homestead in their blue uniforms. Carmel in their white uniforms to start out this game. And getting ready to get underway here from Logansport High School. Spartans, Greyhounds, trip to the regional final on the line. It'll be Malloy to tip for the Greyhounds going up against 6'5", Sam Buck. A little Sam, bit of a height difference. Yeah, a little bit of a height differential right there. Malloy, the Butler basketball commit. Official bounces the ball once, blows the whistle, throws it up in the air. Tip is won by Malloy, and he gets it back to Jenkins. He'll take it across the midcourt stripe, guarded by Ezekudo. He brings it over to the right wing, left-handed dribble. Pass fake, now gets it in the corner to Gill. Pass fake, pass inside to Malloy, back outside for Gill. Back to Malloy down low on the left block. Outside Gill, thought about a three, gets it top of the key to Jenkins. Now rotates it over to Hetty. On the left wing, he gets it down to Malloy, backing down Archbold. He's double-teamed, and now gets it. And it pass goes through the hands of Gill, out of bounds. Good opening possession defensively for the Spartans. Force a turnover, and right away they're sending help to Jake Archibald, who's tasked with guarding the much larger Malloy. They did a great job of sending help on that one. Carmel looks like they're running a press to start the game. Little man-to-man full-court pressure as a kudo. Gets it across the midcourt stripe to Archibald. Now to Buck on the left wing. Top of the key, Goody. Pass almost taken away by Hetty, but Goody's able to retrieve it in the backcourt and take it across the midcourt stripe for the Spartans. Bounce pass left wing to Ezekudo. Poked at by Gill. He gets the top of the key to Archbold. Now right wing, Goody. Inside for Raber. Backing down and cross-court pass to Ezekudo. Thought about a three. Now retreats. Uses a screen from Goody. Brings the top of the key. He backs it out between the circles now. Pass over left wing to Archbold. Guarded by Malloy. Top of the key, Buck. Dribbles over to the left wing. Dribbles between his legs and gets it between the circles to Ezekudo. Carmel not allowing Homestead any room to work here on the offensive end. Ezekudo drives right, kicks the top of the key to Archibald. Shot fake. He'll drive on Malloy. Turns around, gets Malloy off his feet, can't make the shot fall, and a foul is called on the rebound as Archibald tried to go over the back. And Archibald will pick up his first foul of the game and the team's first. It was a beautiful shot fake there by Archibald. Uh, completely fooled Malloy, but he just wasn't able to knock the shot down. And so zeros so far here in the first quarter, 6.37 to go. And it'll be Jenkins taking across the midcourt strike, pass over. To Hetty. Now cross-court pass to Gill on the left side. He brings it to the top of the key. Pass over to Hetty. He'll shoot a three and knocks it down. Luke Hetty averaging just under nine points a game. He gets that one to fall. And it's now 3-0. Carmel on top. So far hasn't been a great start for the Spartans. Hasn't been a terrible one either, but they can't allow Carmel to get hot from outside. Archibald to inbound on the opposite sideline, opposite baseline for Homestead. Again, some 
Full court pressure from Carmel as the inbound is into Ezekudo. He's poked at by Gill in the backcourt. Ezekudo walks it across the midcourt stripe now. Crossover on Gill. Drives inside, and he's poked at, and he's fouled. And that foul will go on Gill. A little bit too aggressive right there. He picks up a reach-in foul. His first, team's first. Homestead basketball underneath or on the near sideline. Homestead doing a great job of moving the ball right now in this one, but so far hasn't resulted in any points. Goody to inbound for the Spartans. They moved it over to the baseline and into Ezekudo. Now right wing, Raber. He'll drive in. Shovel pass to Ezekudo. Almost taken away by Gill. Ezekudo gets inside. Bounce pass to Archibald. Left corner, three on the way. Rolls around, doesn't fall. Rebound tipped around, goes out of bounds. Last touched by Sam Buck. And it'll be Carmel basketball after a missed opportunity from Jake Archibald. Homestead has to shoot the three ball well in this one if they want to be able to win. Jenkins with the basketball in the backcourt. 5.58 to go in the first. Greyhounds up by three. He'll dribble over to the right side. Picks up his dribble now. Gets the top of the key to Gill. Uses a screen from Malloy. Dribbles between his legs. Now pass left wing to Hetty. Into the corner now. It's Owens. Down low Malloy. Takes one dribble. Poked at and he's fouled. And that foul will go on Luke Goody as he reached in on the double team. Pick up his first team second. Or actually it will go on. Yeah, it will go on Luke Goody. Thought they were going to call it on Raber for a second. And it's Carmel basketball. Hetty lobs it out. Tap the key now. For Jenkins to Gill on the left wing. Back to Jenkins between the circles. He gets the play call from Coach Osborne with 5.33 to go in the first. Bounce pass right wing. To, uh, Gill top of the key. Jenkins, he pulls up from three. Misses the shot. Rebound tipped around. Grabbed by Ezekudo. And the Spartans are going the other way. Ezekudo drives in. Shovel pass to Buck. Lost it momentarily. Gets it back. Now top of the key. Goody left wing Raber. Guarded by Jenkins. Raber drives inside. Shot fake. And he'll put a shot up. Blocked away by Jenkins. And Jenkins grabs the rebound. Great play defensively from the Greyhounds, and they're going the other way. It's the only one basket in this ballgame. Down low, Malloy tries to grab it, and he saves it right to Archibald. Now to Ezekudo in the backcourt. He'll take it across the midcourt stripe for the Spartans. Guarded by Gill. Hand off to Archibald. Now top of the key, Raber. Takes a couple dribbles, and a foul is called away from the ball. And this one will go on the Carmel Greyhounds. That one will go on Gill. He'll pick up his second foul and the team's second. So he has both fouls for Carmel, and officials had to break away a couple players as Jalen Wack checks into the ballgame for Carmel. And so far, this game hasn't exactly been a shootout. Nope, just one field goal so far as Goody lobs it out top of the key to Archibald to start the offensive sequence for Homestead. Hands it off to Ezekudo, and he calls out the play. Has it between the circles, guarded by Wack. Uses a screen from Archibald. Now top of the key, Goody. Shot blocked away by Hetty. Rebound Jenkins. Up court to Hetty. Puts a shot up, and he missed the layup. Rebound by Wack. He puts it up and in. And Homestead right now can't do anything on this Carmel defense. Carmel up 5 to nothing. 4.18 to go in the first. Ezekudo dribbles over to the right wing. Now top of the key. Uses a screen from Raber. Ezekudo drives inside, and he traveled with it. Trying to split two defenders. And Carmel gets the basketball back up by 5. This has been absolutely stellar defense right here from the Greyhounds, Homestead can't do anything. They can't drive in. They can't get any open looks. Carmel doing everything right right now. Homestead sticking around, though. Only five points separate these two teams early in the first quarter, about halfway through. Jenkins across the midcourt strike. Gets it over to Hetty on the right wing. Uses a screen from Malloy as it brings the top of the key, and he's fouled. That foul will go on Raber, his first, and his the team's third. Or actually, that Raber will pick up his second foul. Or no, first foul. Second foul according to the scoreboard for a second. Raber has one, Luke Goody with one, Jake Archibald also with one for Homestead. Homestead has to start getting something going on offense or this could get out of hand quickly. Jenkins drives inside and he puts a shot up, no good off the glass, gets his own rebound and he's fouled underneath. Homestead thought he walked with it. 
But that foul will go on Ezekudo, his first and the team's fourth. So four separate players with one foul for Homestead. And it's Carmel basketball underneath the basket. Eddie lobs it out to Jenkins. Now to Wack on the left wing. Back to Jenkins, top of the key, right wing. It's a three from Owens. Misses it off the left side of the rim. Rebound tipped around. Grabbed by Archibald. And he'll get possession for Homestead. Walks it across the midcourt stripe for the Spartans as he calls out the play. Guarded loosely by Malloy is Archibald as he hands it off to Raybert, top of the key. Now to Ezekuto, right wing. He'll drive baseline. Kick out into the corner. Step back three for Ezekuto. No good. Misses the rim. Rebound Malloy. And he gets it to Jenkins. Spartans struggling offensively. Jenkins across the midcourt stripe. Guarded loosely by Ezekuto. Pass over to the right wing for Hetty. Top of the key for Owens. Now to whack on the left wing. Top of the key, Malloy. Right wing, Jenkins. He'll hand it off to Hetty at the top of the key. Now wrap around pass to Malloy, backing down Archibald. So it's a shot up inside, misses it. He grabs his own rebound, puts a second chance opportunity up, but he traveled with it. So Malloy, still scoreless in this one, the Butler basketball commit. Homestead doing a good job stopping him, but they have to get going offensively themselves. Down by five with 2.47 to go in the first. And Homestead's playing great defense, so their offense has been anemic so far, and Carmel's defense has been great. Archibald, handoff to Rebert, top of the key. And he'll dribble into the paint. Puts a shot up off the glass. Too strong. Rebound tipped around. Grabbed by Jenkins. Another missed opportunity for Homestead. Up court to Wack on the right wing. Thought about a three. And now drive baseline. Step back on Goody. Puts it up. And it rolls around. Doesn't fall. Rebound Ezekudo. Up court for the Spartans. Ezekudo drives into the paint. Into the corner now for Raber. He'll let a three fly. That one doesn't fall. Rebound fought for by Goody. And he's fouled. And it'll be Homestead basketball on the baseline. Another good opportunity for Homestead. Just doesn't fall for the Spartans. That foul will go on Jalen Wack. That's his first, team's third, team's fourth. They just can't buy a basket right now. Homestead scoreless and a little over two minutes left in this first quarter. Into the ball game is Matt Podzelinski for the Spartans. Inbound is into Buck on the left wing. Uses a screen from Podzelinski as he brings it top of the key. Poked at by Owens. Gets it right wing. Goody into the corner for Archibald. Back out to Ezekudo on the right wing. He'll retreat and use a screen from Podzelinski. Into the corner for Podzelinski. He backs down on Malloy and gets it out to Buck, who will drive baseline. Retreats to the right corner. Now Ezekudo between the circles. 148 to go in the first. Homestead down by five. Still scoreless. Ezekudo. Right wing Buck. He'll drive in. Puts a tough shot up. That one rolls around. Falls. And for, finally for Homestead, they get on the scoreboard. It's 5-2. to two. Carmel, 135 to go in the first. Jenkins across the midcourt stripe. And he's poked that by Buck and fouled. And so Buck will pick up his first foul. And the team's fifth. And so five different players for Homestead have one foul as Alex Jackson checks into the ball game for Hetty. He'll head to the bench. A lot of fouls so far in this one. Homestead with five, Carmel with four, and it's been some great defense and some bad offense both ways. Inbound is into Jenkins as he takes it across the midcourt stripe, passes over right wing for Jackson. Top of the key, Malloy. Back to Jackson on the right wing. Or this is Jenkins. He'll get it top of the key to Jackson. Now left wing whack. Looking inside, gets it to Malloy. Backing down on Podzelinski. Double team comes. Back outside for Wack. He'll shoot a three. That one falls. Off the bench, Jalen Wack. He has five. And eight to two, Carmel on top. One minute to go in the first quarter. Coach Johnson taps his head to call out the play. Ezekudo takes it across the midcourt stripe. Has it top of the key. Crossover. Step back. And he'll retreat. Pass into the corner for Archibald. Guarded closely by Jenkins. Archibald will drive in. Kick out Buck. He'll let a three fly. Banks it in. Not too bad right there. Maybe a little luck involved as the Spartans cut the lead to three. Jenkins across the midcourt stripe. Lob over to 
Jackson on the right side, now to Whack with 26 seconds to go. Carmel looks like they're trying to hold for one shot as Whack hands it off to Jenkins. Guarded closely by Ezekudo. He gets it over to Jackson. Now to Jenkins between the circles with 13 seconds remaining. 8 to 5, Carmel. Jenkins on the right side, squaring up Ezekudo. Brings it between the circles. Crossover on Ezekudo. He pulls up from three. Knocks it down! And a foul underneath. I think the basket will count. But what a shot from Cole Jenkins just crossing up Ezekudo. And that foul will go on Malloy away from the ball, fighting for the rebound. He'll pick up his first and the team's fifth. But the basket will count with 1.9 seconds on the clock. Carmel's looking very good from three so far in this ballgame. Knocking down a lot of shots. That's where most of their offense has come from, surprisingly, considering they have John Michael Malloy inside. Malloy is scoreless, but other players have stepped up big time. Archibald to inbound on the opposite baseline for Homestead with 1.9 seconds. Inbound is into Buck, and he will heave from half court at the buzzer. Banks it in, and it rolls around, almost falls, but it doesn't. And it's at the end of one, it's Carmel up 11-5 to on the Spartans. And so Homestead has done a good job defensively of shutting down John Michael Malloy inside. But other than that, Carmel has done a good job of making sure their shooters are getting open looks. Doing a great job spreading the ball around. Gained some open looks from three. They've converted on a few of those. They knocked down three three-pointers. And Carmel, you can't say enough about how great their defense has played. I mean, sure, Homestead is not knocking down shots, but a lot of that is because these shots are contested. They're not getting open looks from three like they did in a lot of the game against Huntington North. This Carmel team is maybe the best team Homestead's faced all year and for sure the best defensive team they've played. So slow start for Homestead offensively. Sam Buck has all five points for the Spartans. as a senior able to get a three-point shot to bank in. He almost banked in a half-court shot at the buzzer at the end of the first quarter. And on the other side for Carmel, Jalen Wack off the bench with five points. The senior averaging five points on the year. And then Luke Eddy with three points and Cole Jenkins with three points for the Carmel Greyhounds coming out of this first quarter break. Malloy not out there on the floor. He picked up a foul going for a rebound at the, the end of that first quarter of play. It'll be Homestead basketball. Archibald to inbound on the opposite sideline for the Spartans. Down by six. Archibald gets the ball from the official. To initiate play, gets it into Ezekudo in the backcourt. And he will walk it across the midcourt stripe for the Spartans. Pass right wing for Raber. Jab step. Now gets the top of the key to Ezekudo. He'll pull up from three. No good. Rebound Jenkins for Carmel. And so another missed three for Homestead. Down by six, 7.40 to go in the second. Jenkins has it on the right wing. Left-handed dribble. Pass fake. Now gets it to Ed. Gets it outside. Jenkins with it on the right. Dribbles between the circles. Now pass off to Jackson. Guarded loosely by Buck. Top of the key for Owens. He drives in on Podzelinski. Pulls up from the free throw line. Knocks it down. 13-5 Carmel now after that shot from Owens. Archibald in the backcourt for Homestead. He'll take it across the midcourt stripe. Spartans down by eight. Pass over right side for Ezekudo. He'll get a pass over to Raber. Now left wing for Buck, and the pass is tipped out of bounds. Jenkins saved it, gets it into Raber. Now into the corner for Archibald. Ezekudo, top of the key. He'll drive in. Floater off the glass. That one goes. So Ezekudo gets on the board for the Spartans, and it's 13-7 now, Carmel. Jenkins on the left side. Bounce pass to, to Wack on the left wing. Top of the key for Owens. He'll pull up from three. Knocks that one down. And so back-to-back baskets for Owens. And the Carmel lead is up to nine with 6.26 to go in the second. Archibald, he'll take it across the midcourt strike for the Spartans. Crossover, drives inside, shot up, off the glass, no good. Rebound by Jackson. Outlet to Jenkins, he'll drive in. Cross-court pass, Hetty. One more pass to Jackson, he'll shoot a three, short. 
Rebound grabbed by Wack. Outlet to Jenkins, and he'll get it to Hetty to reset the offense for Carmel after that offensive rebound. Taken away by Raber, and out to Ezekudo. He drives in and retreats to the left corner now. Left side, Archibald, top of the key to Buck. Jab step, he'll drive in and kick out for Raber between the circles. Uses a screen from Podzelinski. Raber has it, top of the key. He'll drive inside. Kick out, Archibald, wide open three. Nobody in the vicinity. He missed that one. Offensive rebound, Raber, and a foul away from the ball. That one will go on Owens. Andrew Owens picks up his, his first foul in the team's sixth of the half. Half. So one more foul, and Homestead will be shooting free throws as Luke Goody and Zach Kruger check into the ball game for Homestead. Podzelinski and Archibald will head to the bench. Homestead basketball underneath the basket here with 5.40 to go in the second. Homestead has to do a better job of guarding the three-point shot. Carmel getting a lot from the outside. Goody lobs it out for Kruger near the midcourt stripe, and he will start the offense for Homestead. Picks up his dribble now. Bounce pass to Buck left wing. Enters in to Raber. Spins around. Puts a shot up. Off the glass and in. Plus he's fouled. So good move from Raber. Gets around Jenkins. And he's fouled by Jackson. He'll pick up his first. The team's seventh. And so Raber finally gets on the scoreboard. The senior averaging 10 points a game. And also the team's best free throw shooter at 90%. Great move there by Raber. Maybe I can give the Spartans a little bit of momentum. Because right now, Carmel, despite only being up seven, they look like they're controlling the pace of this ball game. Carmel up 16-9. to 5.30 to go in the second. Free throw from Raber is good. So that... We'll get the Spartans up to 10 points on the day. 5.25 to go. Carmel up 16-10. Jenkins between the circles. Guarded closely by Kruger. He'll bide his time up there as he dribbles over to the right wing. Awaits a screen from Wack and takes the top of the key. He'll pass to Wack now on the right wing. He'll let a three fly and that knocks it down. So Wack able to get that one to fall. He's up to eight points and Carmel just making it rain from outside. Back up to a nine-point lead now with 5.07 to go in the second. Carmel has been absolutely money from the three-point line, not getting much inside like we thought they would in this game, but it hasn't mattered. Ezekudo in the backcourt. He'll walk it across the midcourt stripe. Approached by Wack, passes over to Kruger. Now left wing for Raber. Top of the key, Goody. Rotates it over right wing to Buck into the corner for Kruger. Pass out between the circles for Ezekudo. 4.45 to go in the second. Spartans down by nine. Ezekudo on the right side. Pass right wing for Raber. Looks inside, and he'll drive it himself. Kick out Kruger. Shot fake. He drives in. Left-handed layup. Off the glass and in. Good move by Kruger. Get the defender off his feet. And he takes it in for two points for the Spartans. Down by seven now. Jackson right back to Jenkins across the midcourt stripe. Owens top of the key now. Guarded by Buck. He'll hand it off to Hetty. Poked that by Raber. Lost it momentarily. Got it back. And he'll give it to Wack now. Wack, eight points off the bench for the senior. Guarded by Ezekudo. In and out dribble. Wack will drive in. And he's fouled on the floor, and that one will go on Ezekudo, and he'll pick up his second foul, I believe. That's yep. Homestead 6 of the team, so they're not quite yet in the bonus. Carmel isn't the next foul, and Carmel will be shooting 1-1. One one. Ezekudo has to play smart the rest of the way as Archibald looks like he's going to check in to the ball game. And Ezekudo will come out with two fouls on the night. Carmel basketball underneath the basket. It'll be heady to inbound. Homestead has to guard this perimeter and get some offense going. Inbound is into Jackson. Now outside Owens. Gets it over to Wack on the right side. Gets it over to Winland, who just checked in. Now to Owens. Long three on the way. Short off the front of the rim, and, the, and that goes out of bounds as it was Jenkins who tried to save it, but he was just a step too late. And it'll be Homestead basketball. Homestead down 19-12, to 3.53 to go in the second. It's been a very slow-paced game. Carmel is what they like to do. They like to control the pace of the game and limit the amount of possessions, a lot like the Virginia Cavaliers of college basketball. Spartans with the basketball. Kruger now on the left wing. Crossover on Winland. Gets it top of the key. Goody. 
He'll take a couple dribbles, pick it up now. Inbounds pass over to Kruger, and a reach-in foul is called on Carmel. And so they, Homestead will head to the free-throw line. That foul will go on Hetty. That's his first foul of the game, the team's eighth foul. And so Luke Goody will be shooting the one-and-one one on the season. The freshman, 9 of 11 from the charity stripe, so not very many attempts, but an 82% free-throw shooter nonetheless. And he has a chance to make this a five-point ball game. Homestead has to knock down shots of the free-throw line in this low-scoring game. First free-throw good from Goody, and he's finally on the school award, the freshman. Homestead now has scoring from five different players. Carmel has points from four different players. Goody. Second free throw, no good. Rebound whack. And he'll hand it off to Winland in the backcourt. Winden will walk it across the midcourt stripe for the Greyhounds. Brings it over to the right side, guarded closely by Kruger. Behind the back dribble, and a foul is called. Reach in on Kruger. Homestead faithful don't like it. But Kruger will pick up his first and the team's seventh. And Winland will be heading to the free throw line. For the one and one, both teams in the bonus the rest of the way with 3.28 to go on the season. Winland is a 64% free throw shooter, 21 to 33 from the charity stripe. So if that's, if you had to choose somebody foul, not a bad option if you're Homestead. No, he's still a good chance he knocks it down, but if he misses, it'll work out. Free throw up, and that one rolls around and falls for Winland, and so he'll get on the scoreboard, gets in on the action, and Carmel's out to a 20 to 13 advantage. Second free throw up coming for Winland. And Homestead right now is doing enough to not really get behind too much. They have to start doing stuff to get ahead. Second free throw good as well. So Winland gets, picks up two points from the free throw line, and Carmel's up 21-13. to 3.20 to go in the second quarter. Kruger dribbles it across the midcourt stripe. Crossover on Winland. He'll drive inside, spins around, kick out top of the key for Raber. Back to Kruger, who will use a screen from Buck as he drives baseline. Gets it over to Raber, a floater on the way in the lane. No good. Rebound grabbed, and it's a jump ball. Buck and Whack tied it up. A little bit, a quick jump ball right there. But it'll be Carmel ball. And Carmel with the eight-point lead will have the basketball. Carmel right now just looking like the better team out there. They're playing better defense and they're playing better offense as well. They're not, Homestead's uh, not playing their worst basketball of the season, but Carmel just a really good team. And Homestead down eight right now. Tough for them to, it's going to be tough for them to get back in this one. Inbound is into Jenkins in the backcourt. And he will walk it across. For the Greyhounds, three minutes remain in the second quarter. Dribbling between his legs, top of the key. He'll dribble over to the right wing. Pass inside for Owens. He puts a shot up off the glass, rolls around, doesn't fall. Offensive rebound, whack, and he puts a shot up. No good, but he's fouled. And so he'll be heading to the free throw line to shoot two shots. That foul will go on Jake Archibald, so that's his second. And so Spartans getting into a little bit of foul trouble here. It looked like all right defense there. Maybe there was some contact. It was close, hard to tell. And so whack will be shooting... Two free throws, already up to eight points, the leading scorer for this team on the game as he makes that first free throw as Trevin Taylor checks into the ballgame. This is the first action we've seen from Taylor all postseason long. Coach's decision not to play him the, in during the sectional, but he gets some time here at the end of the second quarter. Archibald checks out with two fouls, and so Wack, the senior, averaging five points a game on the year, now is up to ten with that second-made free throw from the line. Winland into the ballgame as... Jackson checks out for the Greyhounds. Carmel up by 10 here. Biggest lead of the game. When you're home, so you can't allow someone like Jalen Wack to come off the bench and score 10 points against you. Kruger dribbles it over to the right wing. Now brings it top of the key. Picks up his dribble just inside the arc. Poked at by a couple of Carmel defenders. Gets it to the top of the key to Raver. Thought about a three. Instead gets it to the top of the key to Buck. Guarded by Wack. Buck retreats to the right wing with 2.30 to go in the second. Buck over to Kruger on the left wing. He'll drive in. And drives baseline, lost the ball, and he's fouled. And so that foul will go on Winland. He's upset. Thought it was good defense. And so 
Winland with a foul. And the team's ninth foul, so Kruger will be heading to the free throw line for two for one and one. Homestead has to knock down these free throws right now. They're really struggling from the field. Only 13 points are here in the second quarter, almost done with it. And there's still only 13 points, so they have to knock down free throws. They have to take advantage of these opportunities because they're not getting ready in this one. Kruger on the season, 73% free throw shooter, 8 of 11 on the year. First attempt from the sophomore is up, and that one's good. And so he's up to three points now. And a timeout is called on the floor by Carmel. And so Carmel up by nine here. Really not, nothing flashy from the Carmel Greyhounds. And their leading scorer, John Michael Malloy, scoreless in this one. But it's really been the play of those other role players that have stepped up. And when they've gotten good shots from behind the arc, they've knocked them down. Especially Jalen Wack. He's really came to play in this one with ten points. Your home said heading into this one, you knew you had to stop John Michael Malloy, but you couldn't allow that to open up opportunities for other players and let other players shine. That's exactly what's happened so far in this one for the Greyhounds. And so Carmel, one of those teams that really shoots efficiently, whether it's behind the arc or inside the arc, John Michael Malloy especially shoots 58% from the field, but other players really stepped up and been efficient with the shots they've gotten on the season. Jalen Wack is a 53% shooter from the field, and he's taken the most of his chances with Malloy on the bench and provided some really good minutes for the Carmel Greyhounds. Homestead really doesn't have a lot of players that can step off the bench and really insert some good point totals. They have Kruger with three today, and, but all the other players that have scored have been starters. We'll have to see if Trevin Taylor can give them a bit of a boost. Taylor off the bench in the ball game for the Spartans. Kruger will head back to the charity stripe coming out of the timeout to shoot his second attempt from the line. Free throw is up. That one rims around, doesn't fall. Rebound tipped out to Buck. He puts a second chance opportunity up. That one doesn't go. Rebound for Jenkins. And so Carmel up 23-14, 2-13 to go in the second quarter. Jenkins takes it over to the right wing. Bounce pass inside to Owens. Poked at by Taylor. He retreats to the baseline and gets it out to Jenkins now right side. He's approached by Raber as a cross-court pass goes to Winland. Now right wing for Owens. Carded loosely by Taylor to Wack on the right side. Top of the key, Winland. Now to Jenkins. Cross-court pass for Hetty. He'll drive inside. Shovel pass to Wack. Off the glass and in. Good pass off right there by Hetty. And he finds Wack, who's up to 12 points now. Carmel up 25-14, to 14, their biggest lead of the game. Kruger on the right wing. Top of the key, Goody rotates it over to Raber. Just inside the arc, Raber will drive inside. Puts a shot up off the glass, no good. Rebound on the floor. And Raber falls on it and calls a timeout. And so it'll be Homestead basketball as Raber's able to get the ball back after he missed that shot. But... Really, Carmel just in control, doing what they want offensively, moving the ball around. It doesn't matter if Malloy's not even out there on the floor. Carmel's just excellent ball movement. Really exemplified right there when Hetty was able to get to the basket and he shoveled past and found Wack wide open for a layup. And the Spartans really just reeling on the offensive end, can't find any good looks. And when they've gotten good looks, they just haven't knocked him down. Carmel right now just looking like the better team out there. They're playing better defense, shooting the ball better. Homestead not converting some of these easy opportunities inside, and Carmel's out rebounding them. Carmel's doing everything they need to do right now to win this ball game, and Homestead isn't. The winner of this game will move on to play Northside in the regional final at 8 o'clock tonight. And Carmel up 11 here in the first half, 125 to go in the second. Goody out of the timeout, gets it into Kruger, now top of the key for Buck. He'll use the screen from Raber as he dribbles over to the right, left side. Hand off to Taylor, now top of the key, Raber rotates it over to Kruger. He'll drive baseline. Picks up his dribble now as he's double teamed. And has to call another timeout for Homestead. Good defense from Carmel. And another timeout, Homestead. Talk things over with 1.10 to go in the second quarter. Carmel up 25-14. 
Homestead has to really make some adjustments here, especially heading into halftime. But they got to do something in this last minute or so to really gain some momentum heading into the break, maybe cut it to a single-digit lead, six or seven points. And Coach Johnson's a great coach. He can make adjustments, but it's going to be tough in this one because Carmel, they're just doing everything right out there. And Homestead not doing the th- little things they have to do to win this ballgame. And, again, Homestead not playing terribly out there on the floor. It's just They just haven't been able to convert their opportunities when they've been presented with them. They haven't turned the ball over a whole lot, but just hasn't been enough so far. Only scoring 14 points, and we're with 110 to go in the second quarter. Carmel up by 11. Coming out of the timeout, it's Goody to inbound again for the Spartans. He lobs it out for Kruger on the right side. Now tap the key for Raber, and he drills over to the left wing, looks inside at Taylor, and he'll get it to Taylor on the baseline. Facing off against Owens. Taylor drives baseline, and he stepped out of bounds. And so it'll be Carmel basketball after Taylor steps out. And another Homestead turnover right there with 59 seconds left in the second quarter. And Homestead can't afford to make mistakes like that at this point in the ballgame. Inbound is into Hetty, and he will take his time, taking it up the court. Gets it over to Winland across the midcourt stripe with 50 seconds. Winland now to Whack on the right side. He'll dribble between the circles now, taking his time. As Goody finally approaches him to Hetty on the right side with 37 seconds. Winland now. Poked at by Kruger. He lobs it over to Jenkins. Now to Hetty. Guarded by Buck. Five-second clock starts as Hetty gets it over to Winland. He'll dribble top of the key. Gets it up to Wack. Had to tip it up in the air, but finally got it back, and he'll get it to Jenkins with 14 seconds. Jenkins starts a left-handed dribble. Dribbles past Raber. Drives into the lane, and he traveled with it. One too many steps, and with 9.5 seconds left on the clock, it'll be Homestead basketball down by 11, looking for some spark to take them into the half. As Ezekudo will check out Kruger, and Archibald will go back into the game for Trevin Taylor. Ezekudo and Archibald both with two fouls in this one. And if Homestead can get a shot here to cut into single digits, that'll be a great way to end the half and get, send you in the break with a little momentum. Inbound is into Ezekudo with six seconds. Takes it across the midcourt stripe. Loses the handle, gets it out to Goody. Long three on the way from the freshman. That falls as the buzzer sounds. Let's go down to Garrett Willis on the sideline. Coach, big bucket there to end the first half. What are you telling your team to get going offensively? Well, move better uh, offensively. We're stagnant on the offensive end. All right, thanks, Coach. Back to you, Matt. Thanks, Garrett. Coach Johnson, man of many words, but what a shot. And by the man himself, Luke Goody, the freshman, who has really hit a lot of big shots all year, and that was that sort of reminded me of that north side game, the, the shot he took right there, deep three from the left side. And it cuts it to a 25-17 to 17 advantage for Carmel. But, again, nothing going Homestead's way. But, really, that could be a shot in the arm right there for Homestead with that late three. It can definitely give him a boost heading into halftime, give him a little bit of confidence. Coach Johnson's great at making halftime adjustments. We saw him in the sectional semifinal against Southside. They trailed by 11 at the break, and they came out with a passion that second half and ended up winning that ball game. And we'll see if they can do this against Carmel. It's not going to be easy, but they're still only down eight. Carmel isn't scoring at a high rate in this one so far. They like to slow the pace of the game down, so home said they're still within striking distance. They can still one little quick run, and they can be right back tied in this ballgame, maybe even take the lead. So they still have a good chance that they can come out and play hard in the second half and knock down some shots. As we transition into the Marcos Pizza halftime show, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get a first-half scoring summary, and then we'll talk about keys to the second half for both these two sides and what both teams did well in that first half of play. You're listening to the home of Homestead Spartan Basketball, The Point 91 FM. Homestead High School Athletics coverage on the Point 91 FM is brought to you by Jimmy John's Gourmet Sandwiches, located at 6727 West Jefferson Boulevard. Many can all in ordering at jimmyjohns.com. You can also contact for delivery or pickup by phone at 469-7827. Now hiring. Applications are available in-store. 
Moe's Southwest Grill, located at 6739 West Jefferson Boulevard next to Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins. You can contact Moe's by dialing 969-MOE's or for catering, that number is 969-EATS. Moe's specializes in southwestern food like burritos, tacos, and nachos with no microwaves or freezers. You can visit Moe's online at moe's.com. Thank you, Moe's, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School Athletics coverage on our station. Marco's Pizza, located at 10345 Illinois Road inside the shops of Scott Road. Marco specializes in pizza, cheesy bread, subs, salads, and many other menu items. You can place an order for delivery or carryout by calling 625-6800. That number once again is 625-6800. You can also order online at marcos.com. Thank you, Marcos, for supporting the Point 91 FM and being a proud sponsor of Homestead High School's athletics coverage on our station. Homestead Spartan Basketball is brought to you in part by Sweet Cars. Located on West Jefferson Boulevard, Sweet Cars is an independent dealer of luxury, performance, and just plain fun vehicles. In addition to a full-service detailing department, Sweet Cars also provides vehicle maintenance and repairs, servicing all makes and models, specializing in out-of-warranty European vehicles, as well as most other high-end cars and SUVs. And now let's head back out to the gymnasium for more Homestead Spartan Boys Basketball right here on the Point 91 FM. Welcome back to Logansport High School for today's regional semifinal between the Homestead Spartans and the Carmel Greyhounds. Matt Trek alongside Donnie Harmon with our sideline reporter Garrett Willis here on the Marcos Pizza Halftime Show. And Donnie, we saw a pretty dominant first half of play from Carmel. Aside from that late three from Homestead, it was all Carmel all the time. And let's go through a first half summary for both these two sides. Carmel out to an eight-point lead. For the Carmel Greyhounds, they were led in scoring by Jalen Wack off the bench with 12. Andrew Owens had five. Cole Jenkins and Luke Hetty each with three. And Carson Windland had two. And then for the Homestead Spartans, they were led in scoring by Sam Buck with five. Luke Goody had four. Grant Raber, Zach Kruger each had three. And Oni Azakudo had two. And so Homestead down by eight. Going up against the Carmel Greyhounds. Carmel leading scorer on the season is the Butler commit, John Michael Malloy, but he had to sit out the bulk of that first half with two fouls and Jalen Wax stepped up in a big way for Carmel. If Carmel wants to extend this lead or just stay in front of this Homestead team, really what worked in that first half that could really keep them going in the second half? What really worked is just the way they played defense and shut the Spartans down and then on the offensive end, the ball movement leading to a lot of open threes, especially when Malloy was out there, he had to draw double teams and help defense, which led to other opportunities for other players. So they keep moving the ball around, getting these open threes, and I think they can win it. And on the other side, Homestead in that first half, really nothing worked that well offensively. They got a couple lucky breaks. Sam Buck banked in a three, and then Luke Goody with the long triple at the end of the half. Those were a couple big shots for them. But what did they change up offensively? Because right now, Carmel just staying in front and not really giving any open looks for Homestead. I don't think there's any one major adjustment they can make. I just think the biggest thing is knocking down shots. They've had some looks. They just haven't hit them. And I think I have to cut out a little bit of turnovers and convert some more of these opportunities inside because right now Carmel just playing great defense and Homestead's really, really struggling to score. Carmel, one of the better teams in the state. Same record as Homestead, but they played a lot of tough opponents so far. So they're definitely battle-tested coming in to this game against Homestead. Winner of this one plays Northside in the final at 8 o'clock. So... Homestead would like to have a chance to get there for the first time since they were there two years ago with Taj Curry, Jack Ferguson, Brandon Ornell, and Parker Mangus leading that team. They were able to get to the final to play McCutcheon, and then they were derailed in the final of that one. Right here, Homestead down by eight, but again, 
really all, all is not lost for Homestead. They still have a chance to get back into this one, but it's just going to take some discipline and some offensive intensity. But right now, Grant Raybert not shooting the ball particularly well, 1 of 6 from the field, and Jake Archibald's 0 of 4. So some of those players really need to step up. What's once one player in your mind that has to have a bigger role? Homestead also has foul trouble. Jake, uh, Jake Archibald and Oni has a good both with two. I think Grant Raybert has to play a bigger role in the second half. You can figure he will, but that Homestead hasn't played teams like Carmel so far this year with that great defense. But so far this year, Grant Raybert's normally stepped up in the second half. He's been more of a second-half player, and they need him to come up big, knock down some threes, drive to the hoop, and get to the charity stripe if they want to win this one. Yeah, Grant Raybert had 20 points in the sectional semifinal for Homestead in the second half, and that was a big reason why Homestead was able to come back from 11-point deficit against Southside. So this is a Homestead team that is used to having to come back in some games. Carmel really played out in front of their last game in Fishers. They were did a good job of knocking off Fishers in that game. But on the other side, you got Homestead, who really has had the battle in this one. Let's go down to Garrett Willis, who has a halftime report. Thanks, Matt. Coach Johnson was pretty optimistic with his team there in the half. He said that they're just not shooting the ball well enough. He wants them to be able to keep driving inside more. He said they're just passing it around the perimeter a lot and not looking to be able to penetrate at all and keep getting fouls like they had on John Michael Malloy. Then they're getting those two fouls in the first quarter. He wants them to be able to keep going inside and attacking and be able to have a better screen game. He said the screens were one of the biggest things that annoyed him in that first half was because they weren't able to get the kickouts outside they've been able to so far this season. And the other thing he touched on was how they were getting out-rebounded 17-8 in that first half. He said that the guards for Carmel were just absolutely destroying them with that for that first half. They want to come back and need to be able to see Grant Raber and Onyeza Kudo getting a better effort on the defensive and offensive boards in that second half, looking for some one-and-dones for Carmel on the defensive side and for some more extra opportunities on the offense as well. It's not over, guys. You just got to be able to knock down the shots and limit the second-chance opportunities for Carmel in that second half. Thanks, Garrett. And Homestead, I believe, knows it's far from over. And Carmel did do a good job of getting to the boards. And this is also a factor. Playing at 12 o'clock today, Homestead has not done that all season long. So a little bit different time adjustment there for the Spartans. Had to get up a little earlier this morning to take the bus and drive out here to Logansport about an hour away from Fort Wayne. But the Spartans down by eight here in this one. Oni Azakudo leading this team in rebounding on the season, averaging 5.3 rebounds per game. So... They'd like him to get more opportunities, and that's really what Homestead's fed off is these guards being able to get in there, especially against some bigger players, and just finding a way to tip out rebounds to get second-chance opportunities. And that's not what they've done so far in this one. A lot of games, Grant Ray, Bernoni, and Zacuto have been the reason the Spartans have been able to out-rebound team. I mean, they're obviously not the biggest team out there, but Grant Ray, Bernoni, and Zacuto, great rebounders, really good offensive rebounders, but so far in this one, they've been kept off the glass by the Carmel Greyhounds. And so Carmel coming out of this Halftime break. Matt Shrek alongside Donnie Harmon with our sideline reporter Garrett Willis. Carmel up 25-17. to And again, their leading scorer, John Michael Malloy. Zero points in that first half after scoring. 26 points against Fishers in their sectional final matchup. So for Carmel to keep on this lead, they'll probably need some scoring from the big man down low. The Butler commit, John Michael Malloy. He's coming out of the break. He'll be in the lineup. Gill will also be out there for the Carmel Greyhounds, he has two fouls as well, but it's going to be Homestead basketball to start off the third quarter of play. One half to decide the regional semifinal winner here in this one and who will advance to play Northside in the final. The inbound is in to Archibald in the backcourt, and he'll take it across the midcourt strike to start the possession for Homestead. At the top of the key, Archibald picks up his dribble, gets it over right wing for Ezekudo. Awaits a screen from Archibald, he'll drive baseline, pulls up from 10, misses the shot, rebound Malloy, and he gets it over to Hetty. 
Now to Jenkins, and he'll walk it across the midcourt stripe for the Carmel Greyhounds as Homestead goes one and done. Bounce pass right wing to Hetty. Top of the key for Owens. Gets it left wing now for Jenkins. Waits for the offense to develop. Gets it top of the key to Hetty. Thought about a three. Instead gets it in down low for Malloy. He spins around, and he's fouled on the inside. And that foul will go on either Archibald or Goody. They will call it on Luke Goody. That's his second foul and the team's first of the half. And Homestead has to stop Malloy. They hung in it in the first half because they didn't let him dominate them, got him in foul trouble. But if he starts taking over, Homestead is in major trouble. Malloy at the free throw line, knocks down his first attempt from the charity strike, finally gets on the board on the season. He's a 76% free throw shooter, so very efficient when he goes to the line, has over close to 200 attempts from the free throw line. Second attempt is no good, however. Rebound for Buck, and he'll give it up to Ezekudo. He'll take it across the midcourse right, met by Gill. 7.15 to go in the third. Homestead down 26-17. Goody, left wing for Buck, uses the screen from Goody, and he floats it over to right wing for Raber. Guarded by Jenkins. Raver bounce pass to Goody on the baseline. Backing down on Hetty. He spins around, gets it to Ezekudo. He'll drive in. Euro step. Re- reverse layup, no good. Rebound for Gill. Up court for Jenkins. Carmel going the other way. Jenkins will drive in. Shot up off the glass, no good. Rebound tipped around, grabbed by Malloy. Back to Jenkins, and Carmel will reset the offense. Hetty right back to Jenkins on the right side. He'll get it down low for Malloy. Backing down on Archibald. Shovel pass taken away by Goody. Going the other way for the Spartans. He's poked at by Gill. Picks it up at the charity stripe, and he passes it out to Buck. Into the corner for Archibald. Takes it over to the left wing. Now out to Ezekudo. Has it between the circles. He's a screen from Goody. Into the corner for Raber. Outside Goody. Rotates it over left wing for Ezekudo. He'll let a three fly. That one falls. And so only Ezekudo up to five points now. Six-point ball game here. 26-20. Carmel up with 6-14 to go in the third. Big shot there by Ezekudo. Get a little momentum going for the Spartans. Jenkins gets it to Hetty. Now cross court to Gill on the left side. Uses a screen from Malloy. Guild. Pass over to Hetty. He'll let a three fly. That one doesn't fall. Rebound as a kudo. Going the other way for the Spartans. Cross court to Goody on the left wing. Tap the key Archibald. Now to Ezekudo between the circles. Guarded by Gill. Crossover on Gill. Ezekudo drives in. Kick out for Goody. Shot fake. He'll drive in. Step back three on the left wing. That one falls. The freshman with the step back triple. And it's a three-point ball game. 26-23. 5.35 in the third. What a shot from the freshman. Gill the other way for Carmel. Gets it up to Jenkins. He tells his team to calm down here. Into the corner, it's Hetty. Looks inside. He'll now float it over to Owens on the left corner. Takes one dribble, hands it off to Hetty. Now into the corner, it's Gill. He'll drive baseline. Reverse layup up. Doesn't fall, but he's fouled. And so Goody will be picking up his third foul of the game and the team's second foul. So Coach Johnson, decision time here. Whether he decides to keep Goody out there or take him out with three fouls. Right now his initial decision is to let him play through it. And Gill will head to the free throw line for two shots. He's scoreless here on the night. And that first free throw, no good. Back into the game is Jalen Wack. He's had the hot hand. 12 points. He'll check out Owens. And so Gill will have a second attempt upcoming. On the season, he's a 76% free throw shooter. But Homestead within one possession here. Gill can push it to two possessions with this free throw. Second attempt is good. And so now it's 27-23. Hounds on top of the Spartans. 5-12 to go in the third. Ezekudo takes it across the midcourt stripe, has it between the circles. He's a screen from Archibald. Steps back at the top of the key. Still holds his dribble. Drives in. Shot fake. Shot off the glass now. Tipped around for the rebound as the shot's no good. Rebound Malloy. He's poked at in the backcourt, and he finds Jenkins, who will take it across the midcourt stripe over to the right wing. He's a screen from Malloy. Jenkins pulls up just inside the arc. That one falls. Jump shot good from Jenkins, and he's up to five points now. You can't leave him that look. You just can't let him get a wide open mid-range jumper. Raber the other way for the Spartans. 
He drives in, loses the handle on it, and Hetty picks it up for Carmel. Layup up, no good, rebound to Goody. Tried to save it, and Jenkins picked it off, but Jenkins went out of bounds with it as he tipped it out of bounds, and so it'll be Homestead basketball, so good pressure from Archbold in the backcourt. Results in Homestead getting the ball back without having any points scored. 29-23 Carmel, 4.25 to go in the third. Archbold in the backcourt. Takes it across the midcourt strike for the Spartans. Dribbles over to the left side. As the top of the key, hands it off to Ezekudo. Guarded by Wack. Ezekudo between the circles now. Uses a screen from Archibald as he dribbles to the right wing. Now to Archibald, top of the key. Waits for the offense to develop. Starts his left-handed dribble and retreats between the circles. Four minutes to go in the third. Archibald drives in, picks up his dribble at the free throw line, gets it out to Ezekudo with a bounce pass. Ezekudo uses a screen from Archibald as he dribbles left. Kick out. Archibald rotates it to Goody. Right wing, three on the way. That's good! Luke Goody up to ten points now, leading the Spartans in scoring the freshman. Catching fire here in the second half, and it's a three-point game again. Spartan fans on their feet as Jenkins takes it across the midcourt stripe over to Gill. Down low for Malloy. Facing off against Archibald. Malloy outside Gill. He'll drive in. Lowers his shoulder, and a foul is called. A blocking foul on Goody. That'll be his fourth. Coach Johnson can't believe it. But Goody going to have to come out of the game, and that's a big foul leading the team with ten points. He's been hot from behind the arc, and Kruger will check him out. But... Arguably could have gone either way, yeah, I thought, because I Gil lowered his shoulder a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Gil, but Goody had good, decent position. Gil just lowered his shoulder and rammed into him. 50-50 call as Owens checks back in for Carmel. Jenkins lob out to Owen. Now to Wack on the left wing. Off the inbound. Homestead switching to a 2-3 zone. Right side for Jenkins. Out for Gill between the circles with 3.15 to go in the third. Homestead down by three. Gill just inside the arc. Gets it down low to Owens. Shovel pass to Wack. Thought about a three, gets it to Gill now. He'll shoot a three, top of the key. That one falls. And so Carmel answers with a triple of their own, and it's 32-26 now, Carmel. Three minutes to go in the third. Kruger across the midcourt stripe, has it between the circles. Pass over left wing for Buck. Gets it top of the key to Archibald. Now rotates it over right wing for Ezekudo. He'll start his dribble. Max it out right side. Gets it top of the key to Kruger. Left wing now for Buck, guarded by Owens. Buck will drive baseline. Puts a shot up. That's blocked away, but it's fouled, and... So Sam Buck will head to the free throw line after he draws some contact. That foul will go on on John Michael Malloy, and so that's his third and the team's first of the half. And so Sam Buck, not a great free throw shooter, a little under 70% on the year, didn't have a great showing in the sectional final shooting free throws, but has a chance here to cut this to a four-point game with two attempts from the line. First free throw attempt is up. That one falls. So Sam Buck, six points now on the night. First points of the second half for him. And so big storyline for Homestead. Luke Goody out of the ball game. He has four fouls with 2.38 to go in the third. He's leading the team with ten points. Second free throw from Buck is good. And so he's up to seven, the senior. And Homestead has to find someone else to get hot now with Goody out of the game. Homestead down by four. 32-28, 2.30 to go in the third. Jenkins dribbles over to the right wing. Guarded closely by Raber. Bounce pass in the corner for Gill. He gets it down low to Malloy. Double team comes as Malloy spins around, and the layup is short, and the rebound tried to be saved by Wack, and he goes out of bounds. So Malloy was wide open underneath, and he must have been expecting some pressure. I think he was too open that time, and the layup was short, and is now Homestead basketball. Spartans catch a break. Kruger in the backcourt. Dribbles between his legs against Gill. Takes it across the midcourt stripe. Pass over to Ezekudo, left side. And he'll get it top of the key to Buck. He spins around on Owens and gets it to Ezekudo now. He'll take it top of the key. Crossover on Wack. Ezekudo dancing around top of the key. Gets it to Archibald now on the right side. 156 to go in the third. Homestead down by four. Ezekudo top of the key. 
Crossover. Pulls up at the charity stripe. In and out, no good. Rebound, Owens. Hands it off to Wack. We'll get it to Jenkins. He'll take it across the midcourt strike for Carmel. 140 to go now. Jenkins crosses over on Raber, brings it over to the right wing, picks up his dribble now, and the pass is taken away by Kruger. Miscommunication as Spartans go the other way on the right wing. Hand off to Buck. He'll cross over on Owens, drive inside. Kick out. Ezekudo. Long three in the way. Short. Rebound tipped around. Grabbed by Buck. Shot fake. Then he shoots a three. That one's short. Rebound, Gill. Carmel able to finally get a rebound. Down low, Malloy. He puts a shot up. Blocked away by Buck. Going the other way for Homestead. Buck into the lane. Puts a shot up, and he traveled with it. Took one too many steps, and the Homestead faithful not happy with it. They thought he got fouled. I think he got fouled. Made it. He definitely looked like he might have taken one too many steps, but it's nonetheless Carmel basketball. Homestead down by four. One minute to go in the third. Back and forth game now. This is a, both teams start to get into it offensively. Jenkins on the right wing. Tab of the key for Gill. Ball above his head and a foul away from the ball. That's going to be a foul on Malloy as he picks up his fourth. And so an illegal screen. Malloy is upset. Oh, I... Oh, they call it double foul, I believe. Yeah, it's going to be on John Michael Malloy and Jake Archibald. And so Malloy has four fouls and one point in this game. The leading scorer for Carmel, giving Homestead a chance as Malloy checks out of the ballgame. Whack to inbound for Carmel. Gets it out to Jenkins in the backcourt with 54 seconds in the third. 32-28. Top of the key. Gets it over right wing for Gill. Facing off against Kruger. Now between the circles is Jenkins. Back to Gill. Carmel taking their time here. Running their offense. Heady between the circles. Back to Gill. To Jenkins. And a foul away from the ball. As that foul goes on Zach Kruger. And so he'll pick up his second. And the team's fifth of this half. So Homestead, if Homestead's not careful, two more fouls. And Carmel shooting free throws the rest of the way. Yeah, Homestead getting whistled for a lot of fouls here. A lot of them off ball. They're going to have to do a better job of playing dip, uh, disciplined defense. Taylor back into the ballgame for Homestead as the inbound goes to Jen- Jenkins with 30 seconds left in the third. Homestead showing some 1-3-1 pressure. Half court. Hetty on the left side. Bounce pass over. Right side for Jenkins. Right back to Hetty. Ball above his head. He lobs it over to Jenkins. 20 seconds now as Jenkins gets it over to Hetty. Approach quickly by Buck. Hetty gets it over to Jenkins. And Coach Osborne calls out the play. And Jenkins holds the ball at his hip. Eight seconds to r- remaining here. To Owens, he'll drive past Taylor into the lane. Puts a shot up and in. As time runs down, Ezekudo, full court heave at the buzzer. Hits the backboard but doesn't go. And Carmel holds a 34-28 advantage after the end of three quarters. Homestead, though, still within striking distance here. Looking in position to maybe even tie the game up before Luke Goody picked up that fourth foul. He was on fire. They're going to keep feeding him the ball, but then they just had to call that foul. And he uh, was out of the game, and now Carmel up six. Close one here. John Michael Malloy, four fouls. Luke Goody, four fouls. And so both teams in a little bit of foul trouble. Homestead already has five fouls in this one, so two more fouls, and Carmel will be shooting free throws. So Homestead has to be careful how they play things the rest of the way, but it does look like it's going to be a close one. But Carmel is just really holding Homestead at bay every time Homestead makes a run. uh, Carmel's been able to hit that key basket, and a basket right there from Owens down the stretch of that third quarter increases the lead back to six, and it's sort of demoralizing for a team Homestead Gets within three, and they get within three again, but Carmel's just making the necessary plays, the big plays they need to stay out in front in this one. Yeah, right now every time Homestead hits Carmel with a few jabs, Carmel just responds with an uppercut, and right now it's showing on the scoreboard as Carmel still holding on to the six-point lead. Goody is coming out of that third-quarter break. He'll be on the floor for the Spartans. He's going to have to place Mark 
with four fouls. Malloy is not out there on the floor for Carmel. And Coach Osborne will take his time for getting him back out there on the floor. Not going to rush anything. And so it'll be Carmel basketball to start off this fourth quarter. Eight minutes to decide who will go to the regional final. Inbound is into Wack on the left side, guarded by Ezekudo. Jab step from Wack, and then a one-handed pass over to Hetty between the circles. Rotates it over to Gill on the right side. Between the circles now for Jenkins. Gets it left side for Owens. Takes a couple dribbles. Now passes it over to Hetty on the left wing. Hetty will drive in, and a foul is called on Jake Archbold. A blocking foul, and that will be the sixth team foul on Homestead. So one more foul, and Carmel's in the bonus. That foul is Jake Archbold's fourth. And so one more foul, and he's done in this one. So Homestead going to be playing on the edge here the rest of the way in this fourth quarter. And Archbold doesn't have a point so far in this game, but he's played phenomenal defense and had a huge impact overall. Carmel to inbound underneath the basket. It's Jenkins. Or Hetty gets it in to whack. Now it's out of the key for Jenkins. Spins around on Raber. Jenkins gets inside. Cross-court pass to Owens in the corner. Three on the way. No good. Rebound tips around. Grabbed by Raber. Saves it to Archbold. Almost went out of bounds. And now Ezekuda with the basketball. As he takes it across the mid-court stripe. Homestead down 34-28. 7.20 to go in the fourth. Handoff to Archbold. Now a handoff to Raber. He'll drop over to the left wing. Raber drives in. And a travel is called on Homestead. And so Raber out of control right there. Probably wouldn't have called a foul either. He tried to draw a contact. And so it's Carmel basketball. Raber needs to step up only three points so far in this one. If he doesn't start scoring the ball, it's going to be tough for Homestead to win. Jenkins takes it across the midcourt stripe for Carmel. He dribbles over to the right wing. Pass inside for Owens. Backing down Buck. Spins around. Puts a shot up. And an offensive foul is called. Extended his shoulder. And good defense from Buck. As Owens picks up his second foul on the team's third foul of the half. Homestead got to get a little offense. They'll get some momentum to start in this fourth quarter. And they're only down six. A three-point shot cuts a three and a two and only make it a four-point game. Inbound is in to Ezekudo on the backcourt. You walk it across. He's met by Wack at the midcourt stripe. Ezekudo between the circles now with 6.53 to go in the fourth. Passes over left wing to Buck. Shot thick on Owens. He drives in. Loses the handle on it. Then falls on it. And a jump ball will be called as Buck lost the handle. Wack jumped on it. Buck able to put his hands on it as well, and Homestead will retain possession. So lucky break results in the Spartans getting the ball underneath the basket. Goody to inbound for Homestead. 6.45 to go in the fourth. Goody. Lob out for Archibald, top of the key. Guarded by Hetty. Starts a dribble and retreats between the circles. Now to Ezekudo, left side. He'll start his dribble, dribbling between his circle, between his legs. Ezekudo drives in, spins around, shovel pass to Raber. Top of the key, Goody. Wide open three from the freshman. That one doesn't fall. Offensive rebound, Archibald, and he grabs the rebound. He tried to go up for the shot, and a foul is called, but that foul will be on the floor. That foul goes on Luke Hetty. That's his second and the team's fourth. I thought he was going up for the shot because he he didn't come down with it, but he went up and tried to tip it back in. The official calls it on the floor. Goody to inbound for the Spartans. Lob out to Buck on the right side. Now top of the key, Archibald. Archibald dribbles over, and now picks up his dribble, gets the top of the key to Goody inside now for Raber. Backing down on Jenkins. Raber puts a shot up. No good, but he's fouled. And so using, although he might have the height disadvantage down there, but using his body and his strength to his advantage, muscles his way to the free throw line. After that foul goes on Jenkins, that's his first and the team's fifth. And so quickly, Carmel approaching that bonus. Five team fouls. And so Raber, Homestead's best free throw shooter, goes back to the free throw line. Maybe this can get him going. Three points on the night for Raber. That free throw hits the front of the rim and eventually falls. So he's up to four points now. It's 34-29. Greyhounds on top of the Spartans by five. 6-19 to go in the fourth. Plenty of time for this game to go either way here at Logansport High School. Regional semifinal. Second free throw good from Raber. 
He's up to five now, the senior. Four-point ball game. And if Homestead can get some sp- uh, stops and Rayburn can get to the line, Homestead will be right in a position to win. Left side, Gill. Holding the ball with one hand. He's approached by Goody now. Starts the five-second clock from the official as Gill gets it over right side. He'll drive in. Puts a shot up. Short. Rebound, Goody. He had an open opportunity, but it doesn't fall. Ezekudo takes it across the midcourt stripe. Top of the key. Crossover on Wack. He drives in. Puts a shot up. Off the glass and in. Big-time bucket from Ezekudo. Two-point ball game. And a timeout is called by Coach Osborne. Has to talk things over as Homestead puts on a little mini 4-0 run to cut the lead to two. And that's how low scoring this game has been a 4-0 run. Feels like a 10-0 run. And Carmel has to call a timeout. And Homestead right now playing great defense, rebounding the ball well and getting shots to fall, getting to the free throw line. And Ezekudo with a great finish there. Homestead playing great right now. And they're hanging with Carmel. you got to give them credit. They played very solid in this one. Homestead hasn't made too many mistakes in this one that have hurt them. They've had a couple travel calls, but other than that, they played excellent defensively, and Malloy is still on the bench with four fouls, one point. And if you're Coach Osborne, at one point, do you put him back into the ballgame because he's a 6'10 presence? Like, and this is a Homestead team that starts five guards out there. So if you're Coach Osborne, when do you put him back into the ballgame? I think once you maybe hit the four-minute mark, you might want to try to put him back in there if things aren't going too well. But you want to try to hold him out for at least one minute or maybe even two and once you, if you're under three minutes, you for sure have to put him back. Let's go down to Garrett Willis on the sideline who is listening into that Homestead huddle. Thanks, Matt. Coach Johnson's really preaching communication to his team right now. Keep switching on those ball screens. They're able to do that. Keep getting that defensive effort. Just got to take it one possession at a time and get a stop. Thanks, Garrett. Coming out of the timeout, Carmel basketball. Carmel up by two, 5.42 to go in the fourth. Homestead showing some full-court pressure here. And so it'll be whacked to inbound for Carmel. Pass fake. And he finally finds, heading in the backcourt, got tipped away by Archibald, but Wack is able to corral it, and he will walk it across the midcourt strike for Carmel. Top of the key, right side now for Jenkins. Takes his time, uses a screen from Owens. Now pass over to Gill on the left side. Top of the key for Hetty, into the corner, it's Owens. Jab step, now outside for Hetty on the right side. Carmel taking their time here. Hetty drives in, kick out, Jenkins, three on the way from the corner. In and out, no good, rebound as a kudo. Has it in the backcourt for Homestead. Have a chance to tie the ball game. Ezekudo outside Goody. Shot fake. And he'll now get it to Buck on the left wing. Uses a screen from Goody as Buck takes the top of the key. He'll drive in. Kick out Archibald. He'll drive into the paint. Wide open layup off the glass and in. Tie ball game. First points of the game for Jake Archibald. This is the first tie we've had all day. I believe Carmel's been in control the whole game. Carmel has been in the lead all game long until now. 4.40 to go. Tie ball game. 34-34. Jenkins on the right wing. Big possession for Carmel. 6-0 run for Homestead. Hetty on the right side, taking his time. Gets it to Gill now on the right wing. Homestead fans getting into it. Top of the key, it's Hetty. Archibald awaits him at the three-point line. Pass over left side for Gill, and another timeout is called by Coach Osborne as Malloy is set to check back into the ballgame. So Coach Osborne decides enough is, enough is enough, and he's going to put out back out his big man out there on the floor. So if you're Coach Johnson, you see that Malloy's checking back into the ball game. Uh, you, you've got to be telling your guys that to go right at him because even though he's 6'10", he's a presence, he's going to have to avoid fouling the rest of the way. Yeah, I won't be able to have the play a normal defense. He does, and if you get him out of the game, that's huge. It's another foul on Carmel. It gets you to the free throw line, and right now Homestead has all the momentum on their side. Carmel has to respond. A three-point shot here by Carmel to go in. That would be a dagger, but Homestead, they're playing great ball right now. They're playing great defense. They're moving around. They're hitting shots. you got to give credit to both teams the way they play today. And Homestead has two players out there with four fouls as well. Luke Goody with four. Jake Archibald with four. 
Although Carmel hasn't looked, to, uh, they haven't looked to drive at all really in this fourth quarter of play, which is interesting with Homestead having those two guys with four fouls. Coming out of the timeout, Carmel basketball on the opposite sideline. Malloy back out there on the floor. He's being matched up with Raber. Owens gets it into Jenkins in the backcourt. Picks it up. And he'll walk it across the midcourt stripe. Has it between the circles. One-handed pass over to Hetty. Now top of the key, Owens. Waits for the offense to develop. Owens has it. And a foul is called on Raber. Coach Osborne was complaining about Raber making some contact earlier. And so that foul on Raber will be his second. And the team's seventh. So Malloy will be heading to the free throw line. He missed one earlier. Missed one, made one. And so a one-and-one opportunity for the junior. Butler basketball commit. Has a chance to take the lead here for Carmel. Big chance here to get some points. Free throws up and good. And so Malloy is up to two points now. Leads the team in scoring with 15.5 per game. And he just takes the lead back for Carmel. 35-34, Greyhounds on top of the Spartans. 409 remaining. Second free throw attempt. That one's good as well. So Carmel back up two. Archibald to inbound for Homestead. Gets it into Raber. And he has it in the backcourt, taking his time as he gets it over to Ezekudo. And he'll take it across the midcourt stripe for Homestead. Has it between the circles with four minutes to go. Ezekudo, right wing Archibald, guarded by Malloy. Dribbles out top of the key, hands it off to Ezekudo. And Ezekudo will use a screen from Archibald as he drives into the paint. Puts a shot up, and a foul is called. A travel is called on Homestead. Not sure about that call. Yeah. I thought it was two steps. It's two steps. Every time it seems like they take two steps and Carmel makes contact and fouls them, it's a travel. The refing is a little questionable with these travel calls so far. And Ezekudo likes to take long steps. Maybe that's where the official got confused. Right. It's Carmel ball nonetheless up by two. On the right wing, it's Hetty. Top of the key, Owens. Now left wing for Jenkins. Guarded closely by Archibald. Bounce pass, top of the key to Hetty. Shot fake. Now back over to Jenkins. Inside for Malloy. Backing down on Raber. Spins around inside. Tough shot up. No good, but he's fouled. And so he'll be going back to the free throw line. Another foul called on Homestead. Looked like pretty good defense there by Raber. Maybe straight up. Malloy maybe pushing his way in there. And uh, Homestead, not as upset about these calls as you would expect. but Usually the smaller guy gets the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but the officials fair. helping out Malloy right there as he heads back to the free throw line. Three points on the night. Been frustrating for him. Has to sit out much of this game with foul trouble. And that first free throw, no good off front of the rim. As Homestead fans would say, ball don't lie. But Carmel still up by two. A low-scoring game here. A lot of time left for both these two sides to make a run at it. Second free throw. No good as well. Rebound Raber. So it's still a two-point game. Archibald now with it in the backcourt. He'll take it across the midcourt strike for Homestead. Have a chance to tie this ball game back up. Archibald between the circles. Dribbles over to the right side. Taking his time now. Malloy awaits him at the three-point line. Hand off to Ezekudo. Pass into the corner for Goody. Now bounce pass to Raber right wing. Top of the key for Buck. With 3.04 to go in the fourth quarter. Owens guarding Buck as he drives. One-handed pass to Raber on the right wing. He'll drive. Baseline. Puts a shot up. Off the glass. The layup doesn't fall. Second chance opportunity for Ezekudo. No good. He gets his own rebound. And the ball is taken away inside by Owens. Hands it off to Jenkins. And he'll take it across the midcourt stripe for Carmel. Jenkins on the left wing. Uses a screen from Malloy. He drives inside. Wide open chance. Off the glass and in. Jenkins takes advantage of the Laxagaisical defense, and it's a four-point game. Now 2.29 to go in the fourth. Carmel up by four. Buck, top of the key, handoff to Ezekudo. Retreats between the circles. Calls for directing traffic here as he uses a screen from Archibald. Ezekudo backs it out. Kick out into the corner for Archibald. Guarded by Malloy. Archibald drives in. Shot fake, spins around. Now kick out Raber to Buck. Long three in the way from the left wing. No good. Rebound Malloy. Handoff to Jenkins. 
And the Carmel Greyhounds will throw, slow things down here with two minutes remaining in the fourth quarter. Greyhounds up by four. Jenkins between the circles. Dribbles over to the right wing now. And a foul is called underneath. And that will be on Homestead. Away from the ball. Fighting for position. That foul goes on Raber. His fourth. And the team's eighth. And so Malloy will head back to the free throw line for the one and one. Yeah, it looked like Wack ran into Raber. There, Raber was guarding his man. And the Raber gets whistled there. So Malloy, three points on the night. One and one chance. He can increase this to a three-possession ball game here. Or a two-possession, I should say, with two threes. And that first free throw, good for Malloy. Five-point game now. Carmel looking to run away with things here near the end of regulation. Winner plays Northside in the regional final tonight. Second free throw from Malloy. That one's up. That one hits the front of the rim and falls. So six-point ball game here as Malloy gets five points on the night. All from the charity strike. As Akuto on the backcourt. Takes it across the midcourt strike with 143 remaining. Uses a screen from Archibald as he drives in. Step back on the right wing. Now top of the key, Archibald. Left wing for Buck. He hands it off to Goody. Down low for Raber. Backing down. Shot from five is good from Raber. And a timeout is called by Coach Johnson. 40-36. to Four-point ball game. 130 to go in the fourth. And Homestead going to have to figure out what they want to do defensively to try and maybe force a turnover here because Carmel very content with running their offense in the half-court set and slowing this game down. They're definitely going to have to try and force a turnover. I expect Homestead to come out in a press after this timeout. And Homestead on the offensive end, you got to push it, get some open looks, and try to knock down a three. I'd like them to like to see them get Luke Goody some shots. He's been very clutch throughout this year. Luke Goody has hit some game winners for Homestead. He's hit some shots that have sent games into overtime. The freshman as Matt Pozielinski checks in during the timeout for Homestead. He'll be out there on the floor to get some more size. And so Homestead has three players with four fouls now. Grant Reber with four, Luke Goody with four, Jake Archibald with four, and for Carmel, John Michael Malloy has four fouls as well. So those players need to be careful here down the stretch of this one. Next foul for Homestead, and Carmel will be in the double bonus. Two more fouls for Carmel, and Homestead will be shooting the one and one. But Homestead, a valiant effort so far through this game. Only down by four points to one of the top teams in the state of Indiana in the Carmel Greyhounds. Many pick Carmel to win this regional. So Homestead trying to stay alive here. Down by four. Minute and a half remaining. Trip to the regional final on the line. It'll be Carmel basketball on the opposite baseline. Owens to inbound for Carmel. Homestead showing full court pressure. Official blows the whistle. Hands it to Owens. And Owens... We'll try to get an inbound for Carmel. Gets it into Hetty in the backcourt. Poked at by Kruger. Hetty crossover. And he get, takes it across the midcourt. Right pass over right wing to Malloy. Back to Hetty. And he's poked at by Kruger. Uses a screen for Malloy. Hetty now over to Jenkins with 116 to go. When does Homestead foul? Jenkins poked at by Ezekudo. He takes it between the circles. Dribbles over to the left wing now. Escaping pressure. Jenkins now over to Wack on the right side. Poked at by Raber. Pass over to Jenkins. Less than a minute to go. Ezekudo looking for a steal on Jenkins as he dribbles over to the right wing. Cross-court pass over to Wack, and a foul was called on the pass. That one's going to go on Sam Buck, I believe. Yes, it'll be Sam Buck, his second foul of the game, and the team's 10th. So it'll be two free throws for Jenkins. That was a great job by Carmel there, avoiding the Homestead defense and preventing them from uh, getting a steal and then forcing them to foul. And so Jenkins on the year, a 72% free throw shooter. Seven points on the night for the senior. The first free throw, good. And back into the game is Luke Goody and Jake Archibald. Matt Podzelinski and Kruger head to the bench. And so with 50 seconds left, Olmstead 
could be staring at a six-point deficit here with this next free throw upcoming. Jenkins. Second attempt from the charity stripe is up. That one good as well. So six-point ball game here, 42-36, 51 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Ezekuda on the backcourt. Takes it across the midcourt stripe for the Spartans. He drives inside, puts a shot up off the glass and in. So that's two points for Homestead into the game and into the backcourt. It's Malloy, and he's fouled by Buck. And he'll go to the free throw line. Homestead down by four. And so Buck picks up his third foul, the team's 11th. And so Malloy will head to the charity stripe. He has five points from the line already tonight. That's all he's gotten in this game. Again, has a chance here to extend it to six points. You have to think if he knocks down a couple here, that's that means Homestead's going to have to shoot some threes. Yeah, first, yeah. first free throw, good. You're awfully tough to come back from a six-point deficit with 35 seconds left and not shoot any threes. First free throw was good, so it's 43-38 now. Carmel on top of Homestead. Second free throw, good as well for Malloy. The Butler commit has seven points now. Inbound is into Ezekudo. 34 seconds remaining for Homestead. Top of the key, Ezekudo. Goody, long three on the way. That one falls from the freshman. 13 points on the night. Big shot right there. Three-point game. 27 seconds left on the clock. And a timeout, Homestead. And if Homestead can get a turnover here for something, you have a chance to tie it up. And Goody, he is clutch. I would just keep getting him the ball. I think the game sort of changed once he got that fourth foul. Uh, Carmel was able to hold on to that lead for a while, but in the third quarter. But right now, Goody, he is money. He is a clutch player, and he's going to be a big-time player for years to come. Yeah, easy to forget that he's only a freshman, but that was a big-time basket. And you, if, if he had missed that one, it probably would have been the end of Homestead's chance of getting back into this one. But with that, they stay alive. And Homestead preferably would like a turnover, but still plenty of time to foul and hope for some missed free throws on the other end to help them out. But, again, Homestead has Luke Goody, Jake Archibald, and Grant Raber with two fouls. So I, I would assume that Coach Johnson comes out with a couple new players. Yep, and it'll be Podzolinski, Kruger, and Taylor into the ballgame to check out those guys that have four fouls on the night, make sure they don't pick up that fifth foul. You want to have Goody available for offense so you're able to get a turnover. Yep, and... Malloy still out there. He has four fouls for Carmel. Coming out of the timeout, Carmel basketball. 27 seconds remain in this regional semifinal. Owens to inbound. He gets the ball from the official. Now gets it into Malloy. He's trapped and a pass. Tipped up into the air, and it's taken away by Homestead. Kruger has it top of the key. Floats it in the corner for Buck. Shot fake. 19 seconds. Outside for Kruger now. He'll drive in. Pulls up from 15. No good. Rebound Owens, and he's fouled. And so Kruger had a chance to make it a one-point game, but he couldn't knock it down. And Homestead got that turnover they wanted, but they didn't get the shot. And Carmel will be shooting two free throws on the other end. Owens heading to the charity stripe, 68% free throw shooter. At this point in the game, you probably wanted to take a three, a two-point mid-range jumper is probably not what you wanted, but hope for some misses here. Maybe they have a chance. And Oni has the kudo. Looks like he has some blood dripping. And so they will... Stop play for a little bit. It looks like some blood on the floor as well. So officials will take a break to clean that up. But missed opportunity for Homestead. Got that turnover. And then Kruger probably just took too quick of a shot. Homestead, again, they didn't have Raber, Goody, or Archibald out there on the floor for that offensive sequence because they had four fouls and Coach Johnson didn't want to risk putting them out there and then fouling and then picking up their fifth. So the sophomore... Had three points on the night. He's hit some good shots before, but just unable to get that one to fall. And so Homestead will count on Owens to maybe miss a couple or miss one or two from the charity stripe for them to have a chance. They're down by three, 44-41. As we get some people out there to clean up the blood spots on the floor. Coach Johnson giving final instructions to his team. 
And the Carmel coming out of the break, looking to close out this game and move on to the regional final for the second straight year to take on Northside. And Owens is uh, only a 68% free throw shooter, so two misses isn't out of the question, but it's unlikely at this point for Homestead to win this. But still been a great effort, and if they are able to tie it up, it'll be an even greater effort. To the charity stripe goes Owens coming out of that break. And they're, they're still surveying the court for blood, but... Tony has a good all cleaned up. And Owens heads to the charity stripe for two shots. Greyhounds in the double bonus. Archibald, Raber, and Goody back out there on the floor for Homestead with four fouls. First free throw from Owens is good. So that one could be the dagger right there. Greyhounds up by four now. 12 seconds to go in the fourth. Homestead doesn't have any time to mess around. Owens, the second attempt from the free throw line. That one's up. That one's good. And so Owens up to nine points on the night. That pretty much seals it right there. And with and the Greyhounds up by five here. Homestead's going to need a quick three to have any chance of tying this ball game up. It'll be Archibald to inbound in the backcourt. Gets it into Ezekudo, and he's got to run the length of the floor, taking his time with ten seconds. Across the midcourt stripe, and he's fouled. And so smart foul right there from Carmel. And with now that they have six fouls now, so not yet in the bonus as that foul goes on Gill. And so Homestead will have the ball out of bounds. They'll have to get a quick shot with 8.9 seconds remaining. You have to think they would go to Luke Goody here, but anyone who gets an open look has to take it. Ezekudo on the opposite sideline. Slaps the ball to initiate the play. Inbound is into Raber. Turns around, gets it to Goody. Wild shot. Air balls, rebound Owens, and that will end it here from Logansport High School. The Carmel Greyhounds hang on to win against the Homestead Spartans, 46-41. to Carmel got more than they bargained for here going up against Homestead, but... Ultimately, the Greyhounds just come out on top, make enough necessary plays down the stretch of the game to hold Homestead at bay. Yeah, they were able to get to the free throw line down the stretch, hit some big shots, and Homestead just wasn't able to get that extra play down the stretch. They missed a couple of shots they would have liked to hit. And overall, it was a great effort by the Spartans, but I just think Carmel was a better team, and they were able to pull it out. As we move into the most Southwest Grill postgame show, Matt Shrek alongside Donnie Harmon with our sideline reporter Garrett Willis. And Donnie, who's your most Southwest Grill hungriest player of the game in this one? It's tough, but I'm going to give this one to Jalen Wack. He had a huge impact off the bench with 12 points in this one, so I'm going to give Jalen Wack the most Southwest Hungriest player of the game. And so Carmel wins this one here and move on to the regional final against Northside for the second straight year. That game will be at 8 o'clock tonight. Homestead Falls in the regional semifinal for the second consecutive year. This year it's to Carmel. And... We want to give a quick thanks to some of our sponsors, including Sweet Cars, Indiana, Michigan Power, Jimmy John's Gourmet Subs, Moe's Southwest Grill, Chicano's Brazilian Grill, and Marco's Pizza. Look back at the Homestead season. They finished at 18-8, and eight, finished second in the conference, and for the fifth straight year, they finished as sectional champions. So, it's been a good ride for this Homestead mm-hmm. team. They made a lot of good plays and ultimately just fell short in this one. A good effort here, though, from the Spartans. It was a great effort. It's really been a great season for the Spartans from that first game against Huntington North getting blown out to becoming sectional champions and competing with Carmel Greyhounds, a team many people expected to blow Homestead out. So it's really been a great season. They've improved so much, and they've been a fun team to watch. And, Donnie, let's let's go through a, a scoring summary for both those two sides. Carmel was led in scoring by Jalen Wack with 12, Andrew Owens, and Cole Jenkins each had nine. Eddie Gill had four. John Michael Malloy had seven. Luke Hetty with three in for the Spartans. They were led in scoring by Luke Goody with 13. Oni Azakudo had nine. Grant Raber and Sam Buck each with seven. Zach Kruger with three. And Jake Archibald with two. And so we want to give a quick thanks to our board house back in the studio, Andy Dunn and Cameron Kruger, for pressing all the right buttons and making a sound good final score here 
Homestead 41, Carmel 46. Just want to give a quick thank you to everybody listening back at home. It's been a great four years here. I've had a, a blast calling games on the radio for Homestead basketball. Had a chance to call a lot of great games and see this team grow as the season's gone on. It's been a fun adventure, and it's been a, pri- a privilege to be able to call a game and tell you guys all about it for the people at home. Final score again here, 41-46. Carmel advances to the regional final for the second straight year. Thanks for listening to another broadcast of Homestead Spartan Basketball on the Point 91 FM. For Donnie Harmon and... Gary Willis, I'm Matt Shrek, and have a great rest of your day.